Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Market Scale Business Development Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B. And today we're joined by Nick Miner, Business Development Manager at Market Scale. Nick, great to have you in the studio this morning. Yeah, thanks for having me, Daniel. Have you had uh, your morning coffee all uh, wired up, ready to go? Yeah, I am. I've had, uh, had some coffee on the drive into work this morning. Love it. Yeah, I typically wait to just get the, the fresh brewed stuff here in the in-house. Gotta love it. All right, well, we've got you on the podcast today to talk about something very important, which is the importance of personal branding. Now, I think a lot of companies, whether it's B2B or B2C, often, you know, can see the concept of branding on a really broad scale. Like, yeah, of course, a company needs branding. And of course, you need to create a narrative for your company. But what about that individual, that personal brand? And why is it important for an executive, for a floor engineer and anyone in between to develop that personal brand for themselves within the company and then sort of push that outside of the company. So that's what we're talking about today. So tell me a little bit about what you've learned about how you can start thinking of yourself as a brand and why that's important, especially in the B2B space. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the term branding has always been related to companies, right? And but almost everybody today has their own personal brand. And that's really how I see myself, you know, and I think everybody does and and probably yourself as well. You know, everybody has their own personal brand, who they want to, who they want to be, how they want to be perceived. And that's really, you know, your own self. And and that's how I take myself every day as well. You know, people, you know, there's an old saying, don't judge a book by its cover, but really, you know, that could be a thing. If if somebody, I'm on an airplane and somebody sees me, sees me, that's going to be the only time they see me. And they right. really, how am I going to perceive, you know, perceive myself out to them and, and have them notice me and have them respect me as a person and an individual individual. And that's really, you know, your own personal branding. Right. Yeah. I got to make sure you're dressed nice yeah, and clean, yeah. <laughs> hair's done upright. Yeah, definitely. Well, no. And I mean, just beyond that, everyone is looking, I think, for authenticity in their interactions and their content. You know, I mean, as things become more digital and things become uh, less human to a degree in a lot of business interactions, I think people are looking for ways to hold on to that humanity. And I think a lot of that comes from people treating their interactions as, you know, how can I elevate myself as an individual? How can I create an authentic experience for this potential client, for this customer we already have that I'm trying to maintain a relationship with? And that personal branding can really go a long way. Definitely. Yeah. And I, and I see that here every day at, at market scale as well. You know, I'm on the phones talking with different companies and really I'm representing the company, but I'm also representing myself and, and how I do that is really show myself over the phone and who I'm working with and the clients that I'm working with and really let them get to know me as a person, as well as get to know the, you know, the market scale as a whole. And, and I think that's great. And I think that's what a lot of companies and individuals themselves are really doing within companies. Everybody has their own identity and really being able to express that in your way through social media, through your own branding, it's just in the people that you meet in the, your daily lives. So yeah. I mean, that's always great to, to do. Definitely. So what are some examples of little things or big things that you've done to develop your own personal brand? You know, how does Nick Miner approach crafting that brand and then utilizing it in, you know, whether it's a sales interaction or whether it's a a handshake at the coffee shop, right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, how I do that is really, I, I try to associate myself with other strong brands. I mean, that's something really that I, I love to do. And and if I'm associating myself with somebody who's a strong brand or even an individual, I mean, it's a great way to 
amplify myself and, and have myself perceived, you know, your, your personal brand is really strengthened or it can be weakened right. by who you associate yourself with. Right. And I think that's very helpful in, in the, in the sense that, Hey, if I'm with somebody who's a C, hanging out with CEOs and this, and I'm going to be perceived as, you know, being upper and, and higher management than if I'm just kicking it with my friends from back at home, you <laughs> right. know, just chilling around. So, I mean, that's really how I see it. And I think that's, you know, in the B2B world, that's as well, having that brand affinity to be alongside some larger companies and do similar things. So you're perceived as a leader in, in your industry and it goes the same way as with personal branding. Definitely. And then how do you make sure to keep those sort of interactions authentic, right? Because personal branding is all about maintaining that authenticity. So not just seeking what's going to make me look the best, but what's going to make me look good. But at the same time is something that I want to do and is representative of me as a person, right? And it isn't just um, cashing it in. So how do you maintain that authenticity and why is it important to maintain that authenticity in personal branding? Yeah, I, no, I'm just being myself, really be being myself and being who I am, you know, I, I mentioned aligning yourself and with other brands, but really you still want to be yourself. You still want to yeah. be your own individual and, and represent how you want to be seen. So rather that's me. I mean, I grew up in a, in a smaller town and, and went to school, went to the university in my town. And my first job out of college, I really wanted to align myself with a big company, but I still wanted to be myself. And I worked for, for the Anaheim Angels for a while, for a while back in 2015. And cool. something I learned from them and, and working with them, you know, it was, during that time that we weren't doing as well on the field uh -huh. and, and playing well, but we really still try to keep that identity of, of the team. You know, we're not the wins and losses of the team, but we really are, you know, how we brand ourselves, who we are in the community and really being authentic um, to the community and showing how we how we represent ourselves as, as that brand. And that's something I really learned right away, um, how to brand myself as well. You know, sometimes you can't control what's happening to you, but really being able to control what, what you can control and, and really still be yourself and be authentic. Definitely. Well, you know, I think what's so great about personal branding is that it isn't just a lifestyle decision. It really is something that can have tremendous ROI for you and your company. Um, so walk me through some of the ways that someone within the B2B space can begin to develop that personal brand. You know, some some pointers, some tips, and how those little changes can really see a, a return for your company. Yeah, you know, a strong personal brand, like you mentioned, it can yield tremendous ROI. I mean, just working within an organization or leading one. Examples of, of people that I know who have, you know, great brands, they're, they're getting their ROI by, you know, being themselves and really branding themselves in, in the aspect that they want. So whether that's on your social, uh, on you know, how you're running your social, how you're being perceived, like I mentioned before, aligning yourself with people, that's where you're going to see the ROI come back. I mean, in the B2B world, I've seen um, companies who have started to reinvent and revamp their social and seeing ROI come, their return on investment through that to come back and really say, hey, you know, we're really starting to share out our thought leadership and really trying to identify, you know, personally and, and as a business and really wanting to to share that, like I said, that thought leadership and, and express that. And that's really been helpful for them to to see people really seeing them and seeing the change in, in the people that they're meeting on a daily day to day basis. Definitely. And, you know, I think if people are struggling to find where to start, you know, which community do I begin to tap into to try and build a personal brand? Um, I know there are like three C's that they want to hit. Walk me through those and why those are a great starting point for you to build your personal brand. 
Yeah. So you mentioned the three C's and with the three C's, it's really, you know, how I put it is company, college and colleagues. You know, for example, what school did you attend? Are there groups that you can join there? I mean, what hidden opportunities are available within your own company, mm-hmm. which you know, haven't you haven't tapped into yet. Right. Considering those and considering s- submitting a guest post or a company blog or to look at other digital assets you can connect to your own brand. I mean, that's really how I see it. I, I mentioned the, you know, going to school in my uh, a university in my hometown and really wanted to, you know, branch out of that, find my own identity, find something differently. And similar with my colleagues here, especially colleagues here at, at a market scale, it's really, really been helpful to, to really myself around them and see how they identify in their personal brands and seeing how we align. And then that's been great for us to as a team. And, and I think that's great within an organization as well. Right. Well, and think about the power that that word of mouth has in the B2B world. I mean, a lot of the advertising, a lot of the marketing and just a lot of the ways that you bring on new clients in B2B is very much word of mouth. It's very much giving a an authentic reason for someone to want to come shop with you to want to be a client of yours. And so if you can create a great personal brand that is authentic and that brings people in to your company and potentially leads to sales, then I mean you are helping create a narrative for that company as well. Um you know you almost become an extension of whatever B2B company or market you're selling in or you're selling to. And that's really important and I think uh I think B2B customers and potential clients are savvy. I mean they they can point out when someone is being inauthentic or when they aren't really representing the expertise of their market. Um, it's very niche content, very niche markets. And so having a personal brand that's authentic and that elevates your company to the next level is very crucial. And I'm sure you've seen that as well. So who are some people that you often go to and you point to them as, okay, these people have a great personal brand and how would you you know, pinpoint those specific things that they've done to really elevate themselves. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I have a lot of influence from from my family, but also influencers on social media and people that I see who have a great brand. I mean, obviously, you know, I've seen a statistic that I read just recently. It was, you know, more than 50 percent of the Internet users, you know, they say they follow some type of celebrity or influencer on their social media. Right. And, you know, that's myself as well. So, really being able to see what other people are doing. I mean, strong personal brand is dependent on on a strong narrative. And and I think that's that's key in seeing, you know, people that are being followed and influencers. It's all about their story. Take a second to think of, you know, a few celebrities that you know that have strong personal brands. You know, for example, like Mark Cuban, LeBron James, Richard Branson, you know, right. they, they all have a very clear story and consistent brand. And really that's that's key in really aligning yourself and, and really following them. I mean, the LeBron James, for example, I, more than just the basketball player, more than just an athlete is, right. is the brand that he's going for now. And I see that, you know, him growing up as a kid from Akron and then changing, changing the community there and changing the community in the world. Kids all around now are able to see his personal brand and his story and be able to relate to that and want to be something similar. And that's how I see, you know, personal brand really being effective is when you can create a people to follow you and see how well you're doing and see the, the things that you're doing with your own personal brand to want to aspire to be like you and aspire to have their own personal brand similar. Right. So I guess really it all comes down to utilizing some of those platforms that are already out there to your advantage, you know, utilizing your social media tools, any accounts you already have and thinking of ways to transform those too, to make them feel unique. Come up with a cool blog post that you do every other week, you know, do some social videos where you just 
talk into the camera selfie style and post that on LinkedIn with, you know, your CEO tip of the day, right? It's those little things where you start to develop a brand for yourself that I think makes your company more approachable and more trustworthy and just gets people more excited to want to buy your products. Yeah, exactly. And I think the the big key in that is you mentioned as well, you know, the social, you know, it's really how you're, you're sharing yourself out on those social platforms. You mentioned the blogs, you know, the tweets, you know, every tweet you send, every status update you make, every picture you share. I mean, that contributes to your personal brand, right? Contributes to mine. And as businesses, it's going to contribute to their, you know, their brand identity as well. I mean, I've seen it, I've I've read recently as well, you know, in in the past two years, content consumption on LinkedIn has grown 21% recently. And, and that's awesome because you know, CEOs and obviously as businesses, that's going to be great for them to really continue to build their personal brand and, and, and their brand I, brand affinity with some of these other ones by sharing out this information on their social, their LinkedIn's, you know, to Twitter's. I mean, same thing with my personal brand. I mean, I'm very conscious about what I share out because I want people to see me as see me as who I am and not right. what they're, they're seeing just on social. So really being conscious about that and make, making my message come across how I want on my own personal personal brands and social medias. Definitely. Well, Nick, I really want to thank you for coming on the podcast and giving us your deep dive on personal branding. I mean, I know every time I see you, you're dressed really clean, you give off that vibe and that's just the start of it. And then, you know, your social's on point always. So I'm definitely taking some pointers from you and, uh, got to start coming up with some good blog content for my Twitter or something (laughs) to keep, uh, keep the bar high. But, but yeah, Nick really want to thank you for giving your insight on this podcast and uh, looking forward to chatting next time. Yeah. Thanks again, Daniel. And thank you everyone for listening to today's episode. And if you'd like to find out more or listen to previous episodes, you can head to marketscale.com slash industries and subscribe to previous podcasts, articles, and video content from your favorite industries. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B till next time.